You are now listening to the following program on the Mixed Kill Media Network. In a world that seems upside down, there is a man who uses his opinion as a weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McTaggart is this man. And this is the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Let's go. Hello, I'm Kevin McTaggart, and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast, Episode 3. It's brought to you by the wonderful people at Mixed Kill Media. Um, Max and W are the CEOs, the co-CEOs, um, and I do my podcast through them. They're very nice guys. Um, and also, there's a sponsor. It's uh, it's um, Sports Clips of Rutland. Um, I don't live in Rutland. I'm not going to drive an hour for a haircut. I'm sorry. I don't have much hair left to cut anyway. So, um, but I hear that Sports Clips of Sports Clips of Rutland is a pretty good place to get your haircut. So, if you live near Rutland, go get your haircut there. Um, I'm sure that uh, I think they're going to put sp- uh, sponsor messages uh, at the end of this or at the beginning of this again, uh, like they have been until they tell me what exactly to say. But I haven't actually uh, been given anything to actually say yet. So there. Um, let's see. What's going on? What's going on? What's been going on since I last did a podcast last week? Um, well, sad news. Disappointing news. I didn't make it to the finals of Vermont's Funniest Comedian. Um, I did perform in the semifinals on Wednesday. I thought I did a good job. Everybody laughed at everything that I wanted them to laugh at, but, you know, judges, whatever, it's fine. Very happy about who won, though, um, Kathleen Cons. She's very deserving. She's one of the founding members of the Vermont comedy scene. Um, she's also the founder of Green Mountain Comedy Festival, so it was nice to see that she won this year, so that's great. I, I find her very funny whenever I listen to her whenever I see her perform so it's good that she won the award and it didn't go to some young person who's only done it just recently I'm glad that it went to a, a, a veteran is basically what I'm trying to say someone who works hard not that people don't that don't work hard have won the award I'm not trying to say that I'm just saying that I'm happy that she won I wish I did one, but I didn't. But it's all fine. It's okay. It's all right. We all, I mean, I'm sure everybody wished that they would have won, but they didn't. But I'm happy with who won. There, I, I think I've dug myself out of the grave that I almost made there. So, uh, let's move on. Um, what else is going on uh, with me that I want to talk about? Nothing, really. I, I did go to a show last night. Oh, today is uh, October 30th, so last night, October 29th, I went to the Marquee Theater in Middlebury and watched a show. Um, Stephen Briggs, he's a comedian from L.A., my friend Reggie, set up the show, and he had an open mic afterwards, so I went and did the open mic afterwards. Um, So that was fun. It was good to meet someone from not around here, so that was cool. He's pretty funny. If you want to look up Stephen Briggs, go ahead. I, I enjoyed the show very much. Um... 
and I was also going to show the, that Friday, the Friday, the day before that, at uh, Espresso Bueno in Barry, um, because I lost, and they wanted any of the losers who couldn't make it, who weren't in the finals, to be in that show. So I was the first volunteer. But that show went well. It was nice. I I enjoyed myself there, so that was good. Um, Sean Williams usually hosts that show, but he was in the finals, but he didn't win. But he 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 made it to the finals, so he also was. Everybody who was in the finals was funny, so it, that was good. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, let's see what else. Moving on, what's going on today? Um, I just finished watching the uh, Patriots defeat the Bills, forty-one to twenty-five. Um, it wasn't that close. They tacked the Bills tacked on a touchdown at the end, um, so I was happy to see that the Patriots defeated Rex Ryan's Buffalo Bills. If I were a Bills fan, I would I would not have wanted Rex Ryan as my head football coach. That's that's just dumb. I mean, you watch you've I've watched his teams with the Jets and the Bills and they're so undisciplined and disorganized. It's it's awful. Like how many I don't know how many penalties they had today, but they had a lot that cost them the game pretty much. That kept them out of the game. It was ridiculous. Um plus like I think they got one penalty at least for 12 people on the field. I'm pretty sure Belichick prepares for that. He's probably like, look, Rex is probably going to have too many people on the field. Be on the look for that, Tom, you know, and then rush up so we can catch them with that, right? Because he's going to have it. It's going to happen. And it happened again today. Ridiculous. Talking about penalties, though, I, I do find the NFL way too unwatchable right now. I, I, I have a hard time watching it. I'll watch if the Patriots are playing, but like I don't care to watch any other teams. I mean, I used to be a football fan, so I would just watch any games, but there's it's like there's there's too much stuff going. There's too much stuff going on that slows down the game. Like there's I watch football and like I'm trained now to automatically look for a flag to be thrown on every fantastic play that's been done you know and plus like they're so the NFL at all football actually is so concerned about concussions you know so like you can think that an awesome hit nope that's a penalty sorry too hard of a hit or they hit them in the wrong area how are you going to control where you hit someone in football that I don't understand that. It's just dumb. Like, if they, if the NFL really cared about concussions, they would take care of players after the game instead of trying to control it while they're still playing the game. You know what I mean? Like, they make billions of dollars a year, I think. They should be able to pay for all of the players' insurance from, you know, for the rest of their lives. They should be able to do that. They should do that. Instead of trying to soften the game and make it unwatchable, because so many stupid penalties and timeouts. There's so many timeouts. Why don't they just. Why can't they. I mean, I understand the need for timeouts, but I mean, TV timeouts? Can't we just, like, do an, a, a two, 
thing where like two screens have like the game going on and then still have like commercials on the side I mean I, I, I would love that that would be great we should definitely try to do something like that if the NFL was thinking about it but no they, and back to concussions I, I, they don't give a shit about the players they're just trying to it, I think it's very well apparent that they only care about uh, preventing any more lawsuits that's what they're doing. They're just trying to prevent lawsuits. They don't care about players. They care about their money. And that's that's disappointing. But it, yeah, football is unwatchable to me. I, I have a hard time watching it. Yeah. College football too. Col I do like college football, but I, I, I don't have much time to watch it because I'm usually going to watch crappy football games down at Chestnut Hill. I wasn't, uh, BC had an away game this week, but they did, um, they did actually win. They beat NC State. I, I can't believe that happened. But they're, they're playing Louisville next week in a home game, so they'll probably lose that. I still want Steve Adazio fired. I don't think he's doing a good job. I heard, I saw a news report that the, the athletic director, Bates, isn't going to be uh, re-signed after next spring so I'm thinking Adazio could be out soon or, or what will probably happen is the athletic director will go and then Adazio will be gone like a year after so the new athletic director can can watch him like seriously why does he need to watch them isn't three years of his ineptitude enough And then I didn't watch any of the Florida State game last night because I was in Middlebury and I was driving back from Middlebury. And the way I go back from Middlebury is I do the, the longer two-hour drive instead of the shorter hour-and-a-half drive up to Scary Mountain Road. So I missed, I missed the Florida State game. But they lost, so I mean, that's fine. But they lost at home to Clemson. I think they have three losses now. It's funny. Ever since I started doing stand-up comedy two and a half years ago, I find myself caring a lot less about sports. You know, I just, I feel like people get so wrapped up in it and passionate about it and upset about it. And that's, it, it, that's it dictate how they're going to do in life. I mean, <laughs> I don't mean to burst anyone's bubble, but regardless of how your team does in a game or a championship or something, if your life sucked before, it's still going to suck after. You need to make that clear, okay? <laughs> you know how you fix your life? By fixing it yourself. This was my motivational speech for the for this podcast this week. Ridiculous. Oh, and another sports thing. Uh, I'm going to hope the McTaggart Attack podcast is on October 30th, Sunday, at whatever the fuck time it is, 4.41 p.m. I am officially congratulating the Cleveland Indians on winning the World Series over the Chicago Cubs. Yes, yes. They're up three games to one. 
and I'm I'm pretty sure they have it in the bag. Um, game five is tonight. They might win tonight. Who knows? It would be awful for Cubs fans if they got swept at home. Those three, if all three home games ended up in losses, and then Cleveland is celebrating on Wrigley Field. That's crazy. I feel bad for Eddie Vedder, the lead singer of Pearl Jam, because he's a Cubs fan. And I think I heard that he is singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game tonight during the seventh inning. So I may have to watch a little bit of the World Series tonight. See, I don't like to watch baseball either because it's just too boring. Well, it's not boring, but it just takes so long. And I'm like, so many damn commercials. All sporting events have too many damn commercials. They just showed it continuously and put the commercials in set. You know, you know what I'm <coughs> Excuse me. You know what I'm talking about? Like, just have two screens. Have, like, this... When it's commercial time, have, like, the screen with, with the game going on. And then you'll see, like, a little thing up in the corner. Or they can split the screen. They can split the screen and have the commercials on one side. And the game keep going on. You don't need TV timeouts. And stupid things like that. It's, if you want us to see how it's like to be at a game, show the whole game. So dumb. So yeah, I'm congratulating the Cleveland Indians on winning the World Series, their first one since 1948, I think. I'm sure when they win, we'll know all about it. I'm sure I'll, I'll look forward to watching Mike and Mike in the morning when annoying Mike Golick, who's now apparently a Cleveland fan, is going to brag about his Indians winning the World Series. Just like he bragged about Cleveland Cavaliers winning the NBA Finals. Yep. Something like that. City of Champions or whatever. Yeah. Bunch of bullshit. But if people need sports to make themselves happy, then I guess that's fine. I don't know. I just don't find myself. I'm gonna, I'm, I don't let how my sports team does dictate how my, how my mood's going to be anymore. I try not to do that anymore. I think I've talked about that before on this podcast. Like, if they win, I'll be happy. But if they lose, I'm not going to go ape shit. That's just not... that. I just don't see the sense in that. That's just dumb to me. It's fucking ridiculous. Hmm. What else was I going to talk about this week? Um, I was ghost... Uh, I wanted to talk about religion. Boom. There we go. We'll talk about religion. Um, I was born Catholic and raised Catholic. And I think I grew tired of being a Catholic when I was a kid. I never liked church. I was never a fan. I've never paid attention in church when I was a kid. I just stood there and thought to myself, when the hell can we leave? Can I get a toy or something? I don't want to be here anymore. Let's get the fuck out of here. But that's how I felt during church. And then one year, uh, it was the year 2000, and I was 23 at the time. And I, I was living in Florida, and I came up here to visit my folks for Christmas. And we, we went to uh, the Midnight Mass. And I sat there in church, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and listen 
to what they have to say and actually pay attention for the first time in my life. What an awful mistake that was. Oh my god. The suffering involved, the asking for mercy. Oh my god, that's, it's just, I'm listening to it, I'm watching, I'm paying attention, and I'm just like, you, I want to tur- wanted to turn around and yell out and blurt out, do you people know what you're actually saying? Does anyone, does any Catholic person actually pay attention to the words that they actually have to recite back to the pre, to the priest? I don't think so. I don't think anybody actually realizes what the fuck they're saying in church. Catholic church, anyway, I don't know. I don't want to go to another church or another religion. You know, don't, so don't go there with me. Don't try to suggest other religions to me. I, I'm just not a fan of religion. I'm, I'm not, definitely not Catholicism. So I, I don't want to try any other religions. So don't try to offer any to me. If you hear this podcast and then try to suggest something to me, I'm like, nope, I'm, I'm good. I, I, but I understand that there are people who need religion in their lives to guide them. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm just explaining why I don't want it. Okay? And I'm not trying to tell other people not to be religious. I'm just telling you why I'm not religious. I don't want to, you know, run people's lives. I have a hard enough time running my own life. So don't get mad and be like, oh, he's telling people how to, how, how to worship and how to not be religious. No, I'm not condoning. I'm just telling you that I'm not religious. And I don't want to be religious. Because I feel like if I ever became religious, I would be a phony charlatan. Because I know deep down I would not want to be religious. Like if something bad happened to me. And then like, oh, someone suggested I find God or, or something like that. And I start being religious. No, I feel like I would be a phony. I feel like I'd be phony. You know, so I would rather just not do that and deal with it on my own terms and have my own support system, whatever. You know, but people need things to cope. They need coping mechanisms, and religion is a guiding force, coping mechanism for people, and I respect that. That's fine. I'm just saying it's not for me ever, ever again. Something else I was going to talk about while I was rambling on, and I was thinking to myself, Kevin, you should probably talk about that. But I totally blanked on whatever the fuck it was supposed to be. Um, Yeah. I guess we should discuss politics for a second. (sighs) I think we have 10 days left till the election as of this podcast. It'll be, I think it'll be four days when this podcast is released next Saturday. So thank God it'll almost be over. I feel like I'm I'm cautiously saying that, that Hillary should probably win on election day. I'm hoping that she does. I'm just tired of hearing about it because I feel like I feel like there is a conspiracy in the media. But I don't think it's to make sure someone wins or someone loses. I feel like the conspiracy in the media is to make this election interesting. Because I would like to think that most people know that they don't really want to vote for Donald Trump. You know? I don't want to vote for Donald Trump. 
and it's I feel like the media is just trying to make the media the, the, the election interesting you know for TV ratings you know well maybe they're doing it not just also for TV ratings but to make sure that actually people go out and vote because if people don't think the election's interesting they're, then they're probably not going to vote so maybe I should take that back a little bit maybe they're maybe they're just trying to um, make the election interesting for two reasons for for ratings and to make people vote but I think they care more about ratings than whether anybody votes because then they can report on how many few people voted health did I say that right health yeah they can do reports on the low voter turnout yeah that's probably what'll happen it's always a story always a goddamn story and I did remember what I was gonna talk about it was something that I heard um, this comedian in Albany Rich Williams posted a link to some audio that Michael Moore said and um, I'm paraphrasing what Michael Moore said in the speech but he was basically explaining why most Trump supporters are actually voting for Trump and it actually made sense to me basically you can try to look this clip up on YouTube or something but um, but I'll try to sum it up as fast I could I, 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 people are voting for Trump because they feel like he's the grenade into the system that could blow it all up because most of most people I think are voting for Trump most of the Trump people are voting for him because they feel like they've been screwed over by the system for decades you know and they're so angry at the system so angry that they're gonna vote for this horrible candidate who's gonna fuck everything up they're so angry they're so angry that they're gonna vote for Donald Trump despite all the things that kind of come out of his mouth they don't care they're that angry that they don't want to vote for a regular politician like Hillary or anyone else they want to vote for Donald Trump they're that fucking angry and I thought I was an angry person I was angry with this system I thought for a while that I was a member of the screwed party that we're screwed no matter who's in charge but I'm not angry enough with the system to vote for Donald Trump but people are and that's scary it's well it's not really scary it's just it's it's sad it's sad because I just have a feeling that Donald Trump is just using these angry voters to his advantage he doesn't care about them I don't think he cares about them I'm not saying 100% that I know for a fact that Donald Trump doesn't care about about the people it's just a feeling that I have my opinion my opinion is that I don't think Donald Trump I don't think I want to stress that I don't think that Donald Trump actually cares about the people who are going to vote for him his ego just knows he's just he's not stupid all right let's let's get to that first all right he's not stupid I've heard people say that oh Trump is so stupid no he's not he knows what what votes to go after the angry vote there's a lot of angry people out there willing to vote for him to screw up and fuck up the system and that's yeah and I, but I think he's doing it I feel like he's doing it 
falsely. He's misrepresent. He's not really the Messiah that they're expecting. Because I'm sure nothing. I'm sure if Donald Trump becomes president, nothing will change. Nothing will change that badly. I mean, I think we're going to go to war with a couple people if Donald Trump becomes president. It's just crazy. I had a little hiccup in the audio there. I wonder if it's, I said anything. But I think, like I said, I don't think anything will change if Donald Trump becomes president. And then people will just get angrier. And then they'll end up voting for Kanye West in four years. Or something more ridiculous. Or, God forbid, Kurt Schilling might run for president. And that's terrifying. I think that's terrifying. Trump could set a precedent for blowhards who want to run, for, who think that, that they're qualified to run for president, and then everybody gets behind them. We're so fucked. Why couldn't Bernie have beaten Hillary in the election? I voted for Bernie. It's like it, the last two times I've had to vote for a Democratic candidate in the primary. I've lost. Like I voted for, uh, I voted for um, Hillary in the primary in Vermont in 2008, and Obama won. And then I voted for Bernie this year, and Hillary won. Maybe in 2020 or 2024, I should vote for who I don't want to win. Yeah. Maybe if I vote for who I don't want to win, then the person that I want to win will actually win. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. I should definitely do that. Hmm. I should definitely do that. That sounds like a pretty good idea. I need to open my water. My throat's rather dry. I went golfing today. This morning. Over here, over Country Club. Might be the last time I do it this year. Well, I think we're going to try to play next Sunday. But we'll see. Water for a second. I'm going to drink some water for a second. Hold on just one second. Good, I spilled the water all over my shirt. That's great. But at least my voice sounds better. <sighs> for these final few minutes. That's good. Actually, I want to give a shout out to... Uh, a few people who are, who have listened to my podcast, a hello to them. My my my, uh, my aunt Elaine and Wayne, they they've listened to the podcast, so hello to them. I, I hope it's I hope this podcast is a bit more funnier for them, or something. I explained to them that my podcast wasn't actually meant to be more funny. It was just meant to be like my opinions. So yeah, they might not like my opinions after the whole religion conversation that I had with myself today. Um, another shout-out I want to give is to uh, Owen Foley, another listener to my podcast, who's admitted that he's listened to my podcast and he enjoys it. And I've also got some other um, remarks that people are happy that, you know, um, the podcast is only about 30 minutes long. Because let's face it, I, I have a hard time wanting to listen to an hour and a half of somebody just rambling on and talking, or talking to someone else. Because that's the thing, I, like, I... People have asked me, are you going to have any guests on your podcast? And I'm like, no. Why would I want to have guests on my podcast? I don't want to talk to people. Why would I want to talk to anyone? That would be silly. I just want to use this as a way to talk, as a way to express my opinions about things. 
and I think I've, I, I think I'm getting better with it. I, like I said, this, like I've said before, this is the third podcast that I've ever done, ever. So it's a, it's a work in progress, and I keep thinking of ways to improve it. And I don't know. Uh, today was much. Today felt good about it. Today, I think today felt good about it. Today is that what you actually just said, Kevin? Yes, Kevin. That's exactly what I just said. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, a few other things I want to talk about real quick. Uh, WWE Hell in a Cell is on tonight. I'll try to watch it if my computer lets me. Um, also, Westworld. Another episode of Westworld. I'm, I'm liking it so far. I don't know. I don't really know what the hell is going on. I'm not sure, but it's not that bad. It's 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 okay. I just I I don't know what the hell. I feel like something is gonna happen. I feel like a lot of stuff has happened, but I'm like, I don't know. It just seems like a glorified, a huge version of Truman Show or something like that. So yeah, I'll watch that again tonight, and I'll try to watch Eddie Vedder sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" for the World Series, even though I think the Cubs are gonna lose tonight. And then lose the World Series because I, like I said, the, the Tiger Attack podcast has already congratulated the Cleveland Indians on winning the 2016 World Series and getting the, the monkey off their back. Of course, if they end up losing the World Series now, I guess it would be my fault for jinxing them. But hey, I gotta get noticed somehow. All right, and if it's by jinxing the Cleveland Indians, then so be it. I've never even been to Cleveland, so I don't really know what the whole big fucking deal is. Um, yeah. Alright, well, I think I've said enough. If I forget anything, I'll just, uh, do another podcast later. And just do it again. Um, I'll see you all with the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. Follow me on Twitter at KevMcT. Um... If you want to give me feedback, I have over 17,000 Twitter followers. So yeah, thank you for listening, and until next time, uh, have a good week, everybody. The Matt's On Mix-Off is brought to you by Sport Clips of Rutland, located in the Aspen Dental Plaza in Rutland, Vermont. Sport Clips provides you with quality haircuts that have you feeling like a million bucks with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that makes you their top priority. Sport Clips of Rutland is also a locally owned business that takes great pride in our community. You'll see it the moment you walk through the door. Sport Clips is home to the MVP treatment, which is my personal favorite. Here's what you get. A shampooed head massage, a steamed hot towel, and even a back massage. Also, all Castleton student and staff get 15 percent off when they show their Castleton ID. Talk about a deal. They also raised the bar with staying in the know on sports by having all the sports you ever want on all the TVs covering the shop, so you're never going to miss a thing. So when your hair is due for a makeover, come check out Sport Clips of Rutland and see why it's good to be a guy. Sport Clips is the official hairstyles of Team MoMA.